Praise the living Jesus. Praise the Lord. So today we are starting a new episode. And the topic is who is genuinely saved. We need to make sure. Let's make sure. Who is genuinely saved? Let's make sure. My friend, and as we go into uh, today's episode, I pray that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened in the name of Jesus, that the Lord baptize of the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, in the name of Jesus. So my friend, assumption is the lowest form of knowledge. And when it comes to critical things of life, you don't work on assumption, but reality. No woman assumes she is pregnant. She goes for tests and proves it. No student assumes he's been admitted into higher institution. He goes to confirm and check out on their list. You cannot assume you are saved because of one or two religious practices you do. You need to make sure. Let me take you through some test uh, questions that shows what what do not confer salvation on anyone number one on this list is have you just joined a born again church next question you have a lot of born again friends do you have a lot of born again friends are you doing your best not to harm another human being the next one, are you full of many good works? Have you just made several good resolutions to turn a new leaf? Or do you believe you are good enough as you were born and bred? Do you even believe what the Bible or uh, said about Jesus being the savior of the whole world but with no personal relationship with him do you give money to churches men of god and projects beloved all this cannot save you if your answer to all this is yes it cannot save you Isaiah 64 verse 6a says but we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness as filthy rags. The Bible says all have sinned and have come short of God's glory in Romans uh, Roman 3.23. Who then is saved, and how can you be saved? Number one, you need to realize that you are a sinner. You need to realize that you are a sinner. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This is seen in Romans 3, verse 23. The next one is, you need to receive the gospel. The good news of what Jesus did on the cross. How he died for your sin. How he died for my sin. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. This is seen in 1 Timothy 2 verse 5 
to 6. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. This is according to 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 15. The number three on this list on, on how to how you can be genuinely saved is for you to realize through the preaching of the gospel the sinfulness of your personal sin. You need to know that you have sinned. You need to know that you cannot save yourself. You have your own personal sin that you commit on a daily basis. The number four is that you need to re- you need to realize your need of a personal savior from sin. Jesus said to him, "Do you believe in the Son of God?" In First John, in um, John chapter nine, verse twenty-five to 20, to thirty-six. Number five on this list. You need to make a spiritual willful decision to turn away from sin and the sinful state and turn to Jesus to be your personal savior. You need to turn to Jesus to be your personal savior. You know, the Bible says in uh, Acts 3.19 that repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Some people turn to good deeds, you know, and doing penance or self-torture for a personal Savior. No, only Jesus can be the personal Savior. Only Jesus can save. No other man can save. You cannot save yourself. No other human being like yourself can also save you. None of them can save you. No one, no other person can die to save you. No other human blood can actually wash away your sin and cleanse or away, you know, cleanse all your unrighteousness. Only Jesus can. The next one, which is number six, is that you believe the report of God about Jesus. Romans 10, 9 9, verse 9 to 10 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you need to believe in your heart. That God raised him from the dead. Not everyone believes in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you need to also, you need to also make a, a, a clear, a bold, a, a bold confession with your own mouth. You know, and receive him as a personal Lord and Savior. The next one on this list is that you need to have a credible evidence of a changed life and attitude to sin, to God, and to people of God, and even the world, based on you know, your repentance 
and acceptance of Jesus. You know, by the time you you believe, you know, you believe what the Lord Jesus has done for us, and you receive Him as a personal Lord and Savior. They, they need to, and you repent. They need to be, you know, a change of life, a change of attitude. Because what this, what after you give your life to Jesus, or you give your love to Him, or you turn to Him, you know, to be as your personal Lord and Savior, the sinful nature in you that actually make you to sin on a daily basis to commit sin, you know, is taken away. Is taken away, and now you now have a new nature, a new nature, which is Christ's nature, the nature of God. This awakens your conscience. Actually, immediately you give your life, you repent and turn a new leaf. The, your your conscience, which is the voice of your spirit, become awakened. That when you do something. That you normally do on a as on a normal day, that you don't feel you know feel sad about it before, that you as in, you don't feel sad about it before, but now, when once you do it, you know you feel remorse, like you feel sorrowful, like you feel is as if you 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 feel like the Holy Spirit convicts your heart. That what you just do, like what you did, was actually wrong. So, you need to have a, a, a credible evidence of a changed life, an attitude to sin, attitude, new attitude to God, to people of God and the world, based on your own repentance and acceptance of Jesus. The Bible says in in Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 that if therefore if any man be in Christ is a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are become new you know by the time you come you 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 like you turn a new leaf like you repent and you turn a new leaf and now you are living for God even when you see people that you you know your people that you commit sin together that you do a sinful heart together there is this uh nature a new nature in you that will not allow you to continue with them that will not allow you to continue with them that even when they call you and they even try to remind you or make years of you or make mockery of you you have to tell them that all things are passed away all things are becoming just keep you know realizing that in your mind or realizing that to yourself that if any man be in christ is a new creature all things are passed away all things become new the last on this list is that you need to be irrevocably committed to following jesus and his will and is what in all issues of life is it you need to ask question that what what will you have me to do lord what will you have me to do lord you know we saw we saw saul 
in the book of Acts, chapter 9, verse 6. After he encountered the Lord, he, asked to, he had to ask the Lord because he thought he was working for God, whereas he was working against God. You know, against God. He was working against the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, and after he encountered the Lord, he had to ask for a new direction. He had to ask for a new revelation. He had to ask for a new, he has to ask a new question, a new insight. Now, Lord, what will you have me to do? So, you also, you need to ask God. You have, you have been acting, you have been living your life, thinking that everything is okay, you are, you are fine, you know, all is well. But now, listening to this, hearing this, you get to know that truly all those things that we, we, we listed earlier, that if you actually answered yes to, you know, all of them, or majority of them, it does not confer salvation on you. All those things does not, as in, do not confer salvation on you. So, if you do these things, actually, that we have listed thus far, you know, you realizing that you are a sinner, you receiving the gospel of, you know, gospel of what Jesus did on the cross, you know, for dying for your sin, you realizing through the preaching of the gospel the sinfulness of of your personal sin, you realizing your need of a personal savior from sin, you making a spiritual willful decision to turn away from sin and the sinful state and turn to Jesus to be your personal savior. Then you believe in the report of God about Jesus, you having a credible evidence of a changed life and attitude to God to, to sin to people of God. And, and the word based on your repentance and acceptance of Jesus and as well to be irrevocably committed to following Jesus, his will and his word in all issues of life. Asking this so-called so question, what will you have me to do? So if you do these things, you'll be saved. And I would like to ask you this question this evening or this hour do you want to accept christ into your heart now if yes pray this prayer after me father i come to you in the name of jesus i know that i am a sinner i cannot save myself but jesus died for me he shed his blood that i might be saved today i accept jesus as my personal lord and savior Forgive me all my sins. Watch me with your blood and make me whole. I forsake the devil, the world, and all sinful habit. I believe with my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord. Father, I thank you because you have saved me. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you have prayed this prayer, then congratulations. Welcome to God's family. And... Um, as we are committed to you know, helping you grow as a new believer in Christ, please feel free to send an email to liveoasis at hotmail.com. Liveoasis at hotmail.com. Then we take you further from there. From there. Thank you for listening. And God bless you in Jesus' name.
Amen.